Welcome to That's My Personal Business, where we are pulling back the curtain on all things personal, all things business, and all things in between. Every Monday, we're hopping into your headphones to help you skip the learning curve by hearing from industry professionals, including myself. I am a destination wedding photographer turned business coach who now gets to lead hundreds of creative entrepreneurs in building lives of artistic growth, wealth, and freedom. And now it's time for you to do the same. Hello, hello, you guys, and welcome back to the podcast. We have a bonus episode this week because, duh, this month is all about photography, and I have been sitting on so many photographers' amazing episodes waiting for this month to come around. So earlier this week, we heard from Annie Graham. Last week, we heard from Daniel Kim, and this Thursday. (laughs) Hello. I'm so excited that we are going to get to hear from Kara Dravis. She is an amazing photographer and had so much insight to offer, especially for newer photographers who are just getting started on how to expand their portfolio, expand their career. And it was just like, one, she's the sweetest human being ever. Two, she had so much actionable like so many actionable items you could take, which I was obsessed with. So I'm so excited to announce this week's episode. I'm not going to blab too much. We're going to get straight into her episode because again, this is a bonus. Y'all just heard from me. You you just heard me blab like three days ago about VIP days and the in-person artificial light workshop, which we'll link those for you in the show notes. But other than that, I don't have much to report. So let's get started. All right, you guys, welcome back to the podcast and welcome Kara Tiller. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you for coming on. Yes, thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to chat about all the things, but for those that don't know you yet, would you mind giving us like a little intro on you, a little background, all that good stuff? So my name is Kara. I am a California wedding photographer. Um, I'm also a photography mentor and educator. I'm currently based in California. Uh, My husband is military. So we are here now. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Just helping um, grow photography businesses for people who are just starting out, photographers who really want to level up in the industry and kind of just don't know where to start. That's okay. Right. Amazing. Wait. Okay. So I have a question about, cause you're saying like, I'm here in California for now. Cause you guys move yes. mm-hmm. is California where you have always been, or did you start your business somewhere else? No. So I'm actually originally from Florida. Um, and okay. yes, met my now husband there and we did long distance for two years and then ended up moving in together, uh, when we moved to Texas. So I didn't know anything about photography. Um, I feel like you hear that story. Oh, I was seven years old, got my first camera. Um, no, that was not me. I knew I wanted to help people and make a difference. Um, definitely. I just didn't kind of know <laughs> that direction of it. So I went the medical route. Um, so yes, very okay, different. I'm like, so different. Wow. Love this. So different. Yeah. So I started working in a hospital in Texas. And of course we left all, you know, family and friends. Um, So I really relied on that like 40 hour work week job. And it was really traumatic for me. Um, I started like, and I kind of want to talk on this a little bit, like mental health, because I started getting a lot of anxiety over things, uh, phobias. Um, I remember my first day on the job was the first day I walked in the room little graphic but you know there was somebody who had passed away uh they were doing CPR and I just remember like just like almost spinning thinking like is this real life and that was kind of my job for a year 
um, and just kind of thrown into something that, you know, I really wanted to help people, but I was seeing people on the worst days of their lives and um, it just got to be a lot. So after about a year of that, um, this was 2019, going into COVID, I started losing a lot of weight. I couldn't get out of bed. Um, I was in and out of urgent cares. That's when like the phobia started. Like I was afraid of allergic reactions, just stuff that I had seen. Um, I was going to therapy like four times a week. I'm like, something is happening. Oh my God. Yeah, so, and I just, I remember my mom saying like growing up, if you do what you love, you're never going to work a day in your life. And I'm like, how the heck do I get there from where I am? Because you know, I was just miserable and every day telling my fiance, like, I don't want to go to work. And he's like, oh, you say this every day. So I knew something needed to change. And that's mm -hmm. when I was like, you know what? My best friend at the time did photos. Now it is video. He used to take photos of me all the time and we'd have fun. So I'm like, maybe I can just buy a camera and a laptop and like start taking pictures and wing it. And I started doing that. And then I was still working in the hospital. This is kind of when COVID started and that really was helping me like mentally. And I just remember going to work and like being like, look at this edit, like, look at this picture of this couple. And people were like, okay, we don't care. And like that kind of like took over my world. Um, so I get up work at 11 PM and then go home and like want to edit for hours. My God. Um, yes. So that's pretty much how it started. And then, so we were in Texas and then I ended up like, I don't know, things just kept happening. You know, I was doing $30 shoots or anyone who would get in front of the camera. And I started posting and it kind of, you know, I started booking and I realized like, wow, I'm turning down, you know, clients to go to work and do something that I don't like. Um, so I decided to put in my two weeks. And since then I totally winged it. <laughs> this is like, wow. a little yeah, I, think that's such a like beautiful leap to like such a one such a good sign of like I'm having to turn away something I'm super passionate about for something I'm not passionate about like I feel like that's always a really good sign that like hold on we got to make some changes like something's got to go that was a big thing for me when I I worked at a solar company but when I like right before I went full-time I was a manager over their California market and like so random um but yeah it was like the same thing where I was like okay we're gonna have to quit one of these things why would it be the thing that I love um but also I'm like what a beautiful gift for you to get out of something that was like straining you in so many ways oh my gosh just traumatic. Yes. Yeah. You literally went from like the worst day of people's lives to the best, which I'm like, yeah. I'm so happy that I could like give you a path out of that. Um, okay. So you built the, I'm like, I have so many, so many questions. So many questions. <laughs> like, which direction do we want to go in? Um, so you built it originally in Texas. I know you said it's really been like a year and a half of like full time. When did you guys make the transition to California? Uh, we moved about two years ago. So I had been doing it there for a year. Um, and then we made the transition and of course, like I was already just starting out anyway. So now I'm like, how the heck do I move across the country and start it over? Um, you know, thinking like, I just got lucky and I'm still in that like one year range. Um, I, you know, everything had to been like self-taught YouTube university mm -hmm. or, you know, DMing photographers, like, what do I do when I move somewhere else? Mm -hmm. Um, to get a response. So I moved. I do remember starting out here. Um, somebody had said like, just letting you know, like it's a really competitive market. Like if you don't, That's succeed, encouraging. Like, yeah, don't worry. You know, like 
just do your best. And I was like, shoot. But I think going back to the hospital life, like I was so desperate to make this work. And I loved like, like you said, seeing people in the best days of their life. I loved people so much. And I think that, you know, even just having your brand being so personable and like that really attracts clients. So it ended up working out. Um, but it did take, you know, a few months to kind of start over again. Um, just like winging it. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. Yeah. So what was your, what was kind of your approach for moving areas? Cause yeah, that's so daunting yeah. to do. Do you have like tangible or like notes or steps that you kind of took to be like, okay, this is how we're going to do this. Yeah, honestly, something that I feel like is so underrated and nobody, well, maybe you talk about, but I love Facebook. Facebook groups are, have been started out. Have you tried them? I mean, so I, I remember posting in them when I first started, but that was back in, I want to say probably the last time I posted in a Facebook marketplace about photography, it was like 2014. So that's like nearly 10 years ago. It's very different now. Yeah. So I basically might as well say no, because it's a different world. Okay. So that is one thing that I did. And I feel like I swear by, I just got off a call yesterday with a mentee and she's like, we're like, they do something else. I'm helping her with the business side, but she's like, we're at full capacity now just from hopping on Facebook, um, like groups. So I always find groups in the area. Um, that was the big one. I did a few style shoots or like, I, I know that, I don't know if this is weird, but I would like find people and like stalk them or yeah, that sounds weird. I would message them and be like, (laughs) I would stalk them. Um, I would message them and ask if they wanted to shoot, you know, um, free photos, blah, 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 because I'd already been doing it for a little bit. So same thing. I always recommend like Facebook, just saying, Hey, like I'm, you know, a new photographer in the area or a photographer in the area. Here's my website or, you know, here's my email. And then here's my portfolio. Um, but that has always like worked for me. Um, and some of the mentees that I teach is that. So that was a big one. Um, and then that kind of transpires, you know, you book 10 shoots and then they post them and then you get tagged and just kind of like that ripple yeah, effect. Slowly like branches out. Yes. Is there like, okay, when you say Facebook groups, what kind of groups are we looking at? Because I'm like, the way Facebook is to me, what I feel like TikTok is to my parents. Like when, if someone told me to like market on Facebook, I would be like, what? Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, what kind of groups should people be looking for? Like, were they photography groups? Were they like local groups? Like, what, what does that look like? Yeah. Um, like local to your area. Um, so we're near Fresno, California. So like Fresno moms, if you know, you want maternity Mm. or families, um, you know, it could be anything. I also, we live by a military base. So I do like military spouses because their husbands or wives are deploying. So I'll get pictures that way. And you kind of just spread the word. So I would literally write down like 10 to 15 groups and go on two to three days a week and just be like, Hey, reintroduce myself. Um, and then you get people under them like, oh, I just did a session with her. Absolutely love her. And it kind of, you know, people started to like know me in certain groups and then they, if someone's looking for a photographer, um, will post your name. And that's also so underrated. Those groups are always looking for a photographer. Those are like the non-Instagram people who want that. So just that totally makes sense. Yeah. I also think like, I I agree. It isn't talked about enough being proactive with your marketing like 
I feel like with social media, we take a really reactive approach where we're like, I'm just going to post every day, do hashtags, wait for people to contact me. And that's great. That does work. Um, But I've also been having a very similar conversation with a lot of my coaching clients lately where I'm like, if you're not getting the inquiries that you want to have or in the capacity that you're wanting to have or the quantity, like who can we make a connection with? Who can we go in contact and like ask about what they're needing right now? Um, whether that's, you know, a marketing director because you're a commercial photographer or like reaching out to planners to build and like nurture a relationship with them and start taking a more proactive approach to our marketing um, because it, you know, online space can get crowded. So I love this idea of like getting online and being like, hi, I do this. Yes. Who needs it? (laughs) Yeah, no, definitely. Um, And that's also another good point, reaching out to, you know, local vendors or um, it could really be anything. I I know when I started, I was, I would do anything and everything. So Mm -hmm. uh, for someone, you know, just starting out, hopping in different groups or even like jewelry stores, taking pictures, just spreading the word, really being proactive with trying to get in front of, you know, people's space. Doesn't really matter what it is, unless you have like your niche down or you want to do, you know, in my case, like weddings, going to, you know, vendors and reaching out, how can you help? Things like that. But yeah, that's a great point. So yeah, that's that's one of my strategies. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay. So I know that we kind of talked about, and like, this is a great segue slash even just starter point of like what to do when you're first getting started. Like you know, you like taking photos. Yeah. That's about all we've got so far. Like we know how to take photos. We know that we like doing it. How do you get started? Like, what does that look like in a space that at first glance feels very oversaturated and competitive? Um, what is your advice and kind of like your system for photographers that are just wanting to get started now? Yeah, that is a great question. Um, I would say a a lot of the, you know, photographers who come to me starting out are having trouble editing or, kind of they're jumping a few steps ahead. So the first would be like, do you know your settings? Are you confident with lighting? Are you shooting in raw? You know, what is your ISO at? Um, Just making sure I remember starting out, I used to have like a sticky note and I would put it on my arm for shoots Um, and also be like shaking because I would be so nervous, you know, like you're just getting it. Um, So that was super helpful because before that, you know, you're not shooting on manual and you're just you know, kind of going through the motion. So my first thing I would always say, and I always make sure like, what are your settings? And, um, you know, if their photos are coming out blurry or they're focused on one specific eye on one person, it's like, okay, what's your f-stop at? So I could go on mm-hmm. and on about that, but basically yeah. settings. Um, and then another thing I would say just from my own experience is like, don't get so overwhelmed that you need to do everything at once. So I need a website. I need my Instagram, I don't have enough followers. I got to make a reel, like just take it one step at a time. First, you need to get clients. And like another thing I talk about is really trying to like be client forward. Um, let people know who you are, be authentic to you. Cause that is going to bring in, you know, the clients that you want, um, you know, your ideal clients, I guess. So I would say, you know, I did make a social media or a Facebook right away. um, And then I would just start posting whatever I had. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, It's just getting, you know, people in front of your camera and then getting in front of people's face. Um, I would say 
I think another thing a lot of people have is like, how do I book more clients? How do I get clients in? Um, you know, you could do kind of what I said. I stalk people. You could reach out to people, have people get in front of your camera um, all over the country. There's styled shoots, or you could just put one on, um, you know, things like that in that nature. I used to practice on my dog, um, my golden retriever Love. for months. Love. Um, he was a great little model. So I'm I would sure. just, yes, practicing, um, practicing, practicing, practicing. And you hear that all the time, but it's, I feel like underrated I feel like it like literally can't be talked about enough though because like you said I feel like a lot of people feel this rush to skip steps like they're like I need to earn six figures this year but I'm like you're still shooting on aperture priority we need to like slow down and there's nothing wrong with that let me be clear um but like that's a step you take as you get better and I think like it cannot be said enough how like your skills and your portfolio is always going to be the number one and there's no like especially when people in the beginning are like I'll just take like a hundred fifty dollar shoots until I like slowly get better blah, blah, blah. and I'm like no you would be better off spending your own time and money doing like five styled shoots that are really good and you learn how to use your camera and you learn how to use light and you learn how to edit because then you're going to have this beautiful beautiful portfolio sooner that you can market for more money rather than doing those 10,000 shoots at like five dollars yeah 100% and sometimes even now like I'll I'll find a couple or you know something that I'm like I really want to take photos of them or something sparks and I'll do it for free. And, you know, mm-hmm. I'll take the plates and I will get inquiries from that. Like, oh, we love yeah. this location. We love, you know, what they had on. And that will get me, you know, five, six more bookings, just putting myself out there and still doing things, you know, for free that yeah, you want to do. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I think also that's such a great note as well that I'm like, you should never age out of like, fun work or doing like creative shoots like that's so integral as an artist to be able to experience your art for free like like it's such a like mind f to like only be earning like to only be doing photography when you're earning money like that is a way to burn out really quickly and it's so much fun to be able to like stretch your creative muscles and do free or styled shoots sometimes so I love that advice so do you have like favorite resources that you learned from when it was like learning your camera settings and bettering your work or learning how to edit? Or was it kind of just like trial and error? Um, yeah, I would say a lot of it was trial and error. Um, a lot of it was YouTube. I I think why I'm so passionate about doing or, you know, teaching others is because I would watch like a 45 minute video trying to like find one thing that was so frustrating and I couldn't figure out um which eventually I did and I did like reach out to people I'd have photographers some would be so helpful um and then some would be like I don't think you can ask like what presets you use or like this isn't appropriate and I'm like I have no idea you know you just like don't know the etiquette yeah when you start out and so unspoken yeah so unspoken I know. And then also when you're starting out, I feel like, you know, you don't know the big names in photography. Like you just, for me, I was in a small town, had no idea. I like made an account like, Ooh, I bet there's another photographer like nearby. Like that's all, you know? So, um, wow. I'm getting way off topic. No, this (laughs) is like, like, I've never talked about this before. Like 
I'm like the etiquette of the industry is so funny and never gets talked about. So I'm like, I'm very down to crawl down this hole. Cause like it used to be also, so like for context, I went full-time back in 2016. So it's been a minute and education back then was like not a thing. Like there was not podcasts. There was not really online courses. Like there was none of that. And it can still be not very community over competition always like every industry is going to be like that but back then it was gatekeepy like spooky scary people were so offended when you ask questions because like people the only presets on the market were like visco oh my god find labs and like what was that other no i don't even think refined labs was out it was like visco and don charles no, I don't even know if Dawn's were, or not that I knew of. I didn't know Dawn at the time, but I was yeah. also in like a very different, I can't remember, but it was like just the very, like photographers were like barely touching selling their own presets. So, wow, this is, I'm rambling, but I'm like, that has sparked so much because I like yeah. forgot about all the weird unspoken etiquette that people get so offended by <laughs> within the no, industry. True. I know. No, I, yeah. And I definitely did. Like I pushed the limits, but as a, you know, starting out, I feel like now there's so many educators and mentors and people wanting to help. And like, I've been mentored and I love that, but starting out, I mean, now, I guess if you are starting out, you can find more resources, but back then, yeah, it was like trial and error YouTube. Um, I remember this one guy would watch over and over like 10 poses for photography. Yes. Big that. hundred percent. Um, so yeah. And then I got a honey book. Um, I basically got to the point where I started booking a lot and um, like I was, I was forgetting to take payments because I was like taking cash and Venmo. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or people would message me like, Hey girl, I didn't pay you for last month. Um, yeah. Oh or I was gosh. like, yeah. Contracts, you know, saved in like files, trying to like drop one into like AOL.com. So mm-hmm. a lot of that um, was just trial and error. So yeah, that's why oh, I get that. Yeah. When I know what the heck I'm doing one day, when I started, I'm like, I want to help others, whether it's starting, you know, from the ground up or just like the back end, anything that's going to kind of get over that hump of where they're stuck. That makes sense. Um, okay. So when you work, Sandy said you invested in HoneyBook and I think like a really common Mm -hmm. question I get a lot, and I'm not sure if you do as well is like, where to put your money in the beginning when you don't have a lot of money to earn, like to spend, like you're not really earning a ton of money from photography yet, but you need to do some things in order to up level. Do you have like some main things or first things that you suggest people invest in, um, from like camera gear to CRMs? Like, do you have suggestions on what people look at first? Yeah. Um, definitely. I would say a camera for sure is important. Um, and it kind of depends like how much people are looking to spend, I guess, on that end. I used an EOS M50. Do you know what that is? The no. Canon. I'm like, let me look it up. EOS M50. Oh my gosh, amazing. Yes. And that I used it for like a year and a half. I like didn't want to get the R6 because I loved it so much. Yeah. So I always recommend that, you know, if they're not ready to buy top of the line gear. Um, so I think that is important. Um, I'm big on like getting a website. I think, you know, even if it's just something with a contact form and an about you, um, that that's like their first, you know, meet is that point that they're going to 
book you or see your vibe, your style. So that really, you know, that also goes into your brand. Like who are you yeah. as your website? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm a mean? website girly through and through. I'm like, <laughs> I love a good website. I I'm like, yeah, I could talk about that all day. Continue. Yeah. Okay. Same. Um, so I think that's important to invest in. Um, another thing, which I don't know if you've used we transfer. I don't know. I, yes. I use that, right. Um, so I think once I started booking clients, like to level up, like pick time or pixie set somewhere, mm-hmm. just small like that. Um, those would be like my three things. You can send a professional gallery. You have a website. That's who you are. Um, obviously some, type of camera gear. And then I would say mentoring or like some sort of investing in your education is going to be so important. Um, and that can kind of jumpstart you, you know, people are like, Oh, well, I need to learn one thing, but it's like, there's so much to unravel that people don't even know that they don't know, Mm -hmm. uh, which is totally fine. I mean, same, I'm, you know, there's tons of things that I don't know, but you're always going to learn. I don't care if you've been mentoring for a year, teaching someone, there's always something someone's going to benefit and learn from. So those would be my four things. Yeah. yeah. My gear a hundred percent. No, mm-hmm. all of those are so helpful. And also I'm like, <clears throat> even pixie set or pick time. Like those are things that I forget to tell people like in your head, you're like, Oh, I know about that. Everyone knows about that. But that really yeah. was such a like game changer for my client experience when I invested in it. So I love all of that. That's so helpful. Um, to wrap up, I would love to know, like, if you could give one piece of advice to someone like starting their photography business journey, what, what would that be? What would that look like? That's a good question. Um, man, just starting, I would say to just be as organic and as authentic as possible. Um, you know, starting out, people want to know who you are. There's a million photographers in the world. So I think being who you are, that's really going to make you stand apart from the competition. And, um, you know, it's okay. Like I'm super goofy and quirky and like funny, and that's just what works for me. Um, so I would think really take a second and, you know, who are you and how can I implement that into my brand and then just get on and show your face. It's going to be, you know, maybe a little cringy or awkward at first, but that is going to attract the ideal client. And that I think has really helped me from the beginning. Just try, try and be true to yourself and, um, let people know like the real you, cause that's who, that's your superpower. You are the only one, you know, of your kind. So that's your strength and use it and you can do oh, it. <laughs> a girl after my own heart, my favorite thing to talk about in the world. Um, okay. Well, thank you, Kara, so much for coming on. This was so helpful um, and like just so amazing for anyone just starting their journey. Um, We will obviously link everything in the show notes, but can you tell people where they can find you online? Yes, absolutely. You can find me at Kara Tiller Photography um, on Instagram and yeah. Amazing. We'll link that for you guys in the show notes as well. And thank you so much, Kara, for coming on. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. You're amazing. You're amazing. Oh gosh, thank you for being here. (laughs) 